coming to you live from Stytown. Today, I want to tell you guys some stories about Midsummer. It is my favorite Swedish holiday, and I know there's a lot of them. There's a lot of Swedish things, but this one just beats it. Not only because it's one of the oldest and most widely celebrated holidays of the year in Sweden, but to the regular person, some of the festivities can seem a little bit odd. Now, I have a rundown of what to expect on the late June weekend, which usually happens on the third Friday of June. And I'm also going to tell you guys how these traditions work their way into the Swedish culture. So number one, we get the Midsummer Maypole. Midsummer Stongen, as we call it. And it's at the center of the traditional celebration. And you... um, supposed to like dance around it but as you were thinking there's something rather weird about a tall pole with two large hoops at the top and that's kind of the point because many people believe it's originated as a symbol of fertility and others say the shape has its roots in Norse mythology and that it also represents an axis linking the underworld earth and heavens Anyway, whatever story you choose to believe, there's no denying it's a little strange to have a festival a festival <laughs> that boils down to erecting a large pole and dancing around it. And with dancing, they usually have a specific dance called the frog dance. And that's kind of like the peak of the festivities. They we imitate frogs. We hop, we hop around. We sing a song called Smogrodna, which is uh, translated as the small frogs. I don't know why we do this, but it. I'm reading that it describes frogs in biologically incorrect detail. Like the small frogs, the small frogs. I guess nothing really specific about this frog. Just the fact that we just look extremely foolish for all our American friends while we dance around the maypole. And then, you know, my favorite thing, I know we all got our favorite thing, it's the herring, the fish, the fresh fish. And that's a fixture of most Swedish celebration. And I guess for midsummer, there's no exception. We eat so much things, but we eat like a lot of them are pickled. So we have like pickled things and then it's smoked fermented served with onions and it's served with dill and there we put i guess we pick a lot of different fish we just make it all really exciting and with the lovely herring you have a little schnapps leads to a regular reserved Swede to spend their midsummer dancing like frogs around a maypole, it may not come as a surprise that alcohol is involved. And by alcohol, we're talking a lot of it. So along with Christmas, midsummer is one of the biggest drinking days in Sweden. And all this day drinking comes hand in hand with the drinking songs. So one of the most common song is called Helangor, which I guess means just kind of like chug it down, let's just drink it in and celebrate. Um, I remember 
singing a few other songs but i guess when it comes to alcohol and with that being involved i forgot the rest so i only know this song and i think that's about it yes i'm a bad bad sweet i failed that test and um (laughs) as a bad sweet uh we uh (laughs) we we don't do any small talk so I'm reading a little bit about the small talk here, and it's not really a big thing in Sweden, but we do talk about the weather. (laughs) And I guess because you have like a three-day midsummer weekend, and you're crossing your fingers and toes, and you're praying for sunshine and rain, rain, go away. But in a regular midsummer tradition, you usually get rained on and by rain like like a lot of rain like it usually ruins when you're having food i mean i remember midsummer being like really really cold but it's okay it's it's fine so i'm gonna talk to you guys a little bit about the flowers now uh, you'll see people wearing flowers like a little bit like a crown around their head it's regardless of age and gender Flowers are also used to dress up the maple. And according to a tradition, you should also pick seven kinds of flowers. And you put them underneath your pillow and that will make you dream about your future husband or wife. And let me tell you guys, it doesn't really work. I have been doing this since I was, I don't know, born. And um, I guess I, I dream every night, but I don't necessarily dream about my future husband because if I did then where the heck is he is he stuck on the train is he in Sweden or is he just lost anyway that's another little question because um I guess it's supposed to like help you for your love life to collect the flowers and I guess because of it's gonna like somehow attract a potential partner But it's an interesting tradition. And the last but not least, the strawberry watch. And strawberries isn't, there are another fixture on the midsummer menu. But for traditionalists, they absolutely have to be Swedish. And this results in months of press coverage about the state of strawberry harvest. Will they ripen time for midsummer? Will the harvest be bigger or smaller than usual? I mean, we're really, really proud about our tiniest, tiniest little strawberries because I feel like that's the most normal ones. I mean, if you have a large strawberry, that feels like it's just not real. It's like you're, I don't know, genetically not a real strawberry. Anyway, I mean, strawberries are no strawberries. You don't need it all. But I feel like if you have a nice group of friends some nice cocktails you can make your midsummer maple anywhere you want but preferably drinking aquavit and aquavit is something that i enjoy i like it really 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 frozen and i would drink aquavit at my grandma grandpa's place when i was little and i remember it being so delicious and it's like you you sing a song and it, it becomes this amazing tradition and not only because Midsummer is very dear to me because of, you know, the alcohol, but also because it was my grandmother Rosie's birthday. She was born usually around midsummer, I guess. We've never really, it was 
June 21st or June 23rd. I remember it changed, but because um, she also didn't know um, when she came to Gothenburg, which is a whole other story. You know, there's a place, a safe place, haven, that we all like to go to that just makes sense. For me, it's Gothenburg. I feel like that's where everything kind of started. That's where I, I was learning what was right, what was wrong. Even though I never went to school in Gothenburg, I was with my grandparents, and they taught me everything. And I always think about my grandmother on Midsummer. I always would call her, and I would sing a little song on the phone, or even better, I would be able to spend it with her. But it's been so long since she's been gone. And I know that I talk about them a lot. And I know that it's it's becoming like an interesting factor. Like to me, I feel like time has just been standing still. I still think of the time when I was a little girl. When I was, I don't know, fighting with my mom or fighting with my dad. I remember so many weird little things but the most fond memory is my grandmother it's becoming i feel like every midsummer i get like a little emotional it's a very dear holiday of mine and if you know me you know that that's really true and i started working as i uh, as a butcher kind of doing fish and cheese and a lot of other things back in the day from 2000 and to 2003 and on midsummer would make this beautiful like shrimp salad and when this whole pandemic started I was saying to my mom I said wow I really want to make my shrimp salad that's something that reminded me of a safe place something that I enjoyed eating so I went to Trader Joe's and I made that shrimp salad and I sent it to all of my friends and they were like, wow, you have dill in it. Wow, there's so many good things in it. And I said, I cannot explain to you guys how the taste of it just brings me back to being young and being and the little thing, you know, we didn't know anything about the world. I had no clue that we'll be living in America. I didn't know. Obviously, it was a dream of mine since it got me here. But it's just really funny how you a sense will take you back to a place where you feel safe. So today I decided to go to my one of my favorite places in New York City. It's called Williamsburg. Now Williamsburg reminds me a little bit of like Southern Stockholm. That's where I'm from. That's where I lived the majority of my life. Southern Stockholm and it's kind of like a hipstery place and I know everybody hates it it's too hipstery and hipster people are stupid but I just I love the the whole you know thing about it I just love walking around and seeing the buildings and then just to sit so today I decided to sit by the water fountain and listening to a few other podcasts that I highly recommend but I did in the prior episodes and I was just listening to the podcast and just leaning back and listening to the wind and just imagining being at a safe place called Gothenburg. 
So I want to wish a welcome to the world for my dear cousin Hannah. She gave birth to the most beautiful baby girl named Ella. So Ella, welcome to the, this crazy world. And yes, you were born during a pandemic. Isn't that really weird? All the babies that were born during a pandemic. I feel so bad for them. I feel like, you know, they're going to, you know, what, what year are you born? I'm born in 2020. You know, it's, oh, let's not talk about 2020. It's, it's really fun. I think that we all have different kind of experiences. And I love to get to know all of my listeners. And I'm here and I can take, give me all the criticism you've got. And yes, my cat is literally walking around the wires right now as I'm walking around my apartment and she thinks this is fun. Well, let me tell you, it's not fun. I haven't recorded an episode in almost three weeks. I have not been feeling so good. Yes, we can talk about that. I am not afraid of speaking up of um, a thing I like to talk about or like to call depression. I hide my depression well. And I sometimes we have good days and sometimes we have bad days. So when you have like three bad days in a row, that makes everything so much worse. So I obviously like I I wish I feel like three bad days is way worse than, um, you know, four good days because the bad days almost kind of like, you know, it's like taking a, you know, freaking digging your grave over here it's like make it all worse but I'm trying to snap out of it and by snapping out of it I started doing meditating I have downloaded an app called calm and no they're not paying me for saying any of this but I enjoy it really well and I do it every day for about 10 to 15 minutes in the morning when I wake up and it's about yeah it's about 10 minutes I just said it um it's great it talks you through it, and I'm doing, I'm on day 12 of a 30-day challenge. I am really excited, and, you know, we, we, we do things that makes us happy. We, we try, we listen to music, we listen to podcasts. You, you know, obviously, you can't really be around people still, but the thought of just, like, I just want to hug my mom. I feel like hugging my mom would make everything so much better. It's that touch. It's the... Um, Maybe it's the smell. I mean, she always has these really fancy perfumes. But I sometimes I just feel like I could just stop the time and I want to go back and just to relive my youth and just be thankful because why was I such a brat? Um, <laughs> I know. I, was a, I think I was a terrible teen. I'm, I don't really remember if I was terrible or if it's just – you know, it's just called being a teenager, but I will take all responsibility for the way I acted, and I'm sorry for hurting anybody's feelings. In all honesty, though, midsummer is amazing, and if you have time and extra money, make sure to rent the movie Midsummer. It's so good. And it's kind of like a true story or like an urban legend about sacrifice and the shrooms you eat. And I I love it. I think that everybody should just rent it, watch it, and enjoy the most amazing acting. Because, boy, these people definitely know how to act. On that note, I want to wish you guys a happy midsummer, as we say in Swedish. Glad midsommar. Thank you for listening. And you know what? Take a time to hug a loved one and just 
hold it in if you are able to hug this person, the person you've been quarantining with. Hug this person and just say, I love you. Let's not fight. Let's just love. Good night, everybody. Thank you.